worship is a response born out of a revelation of who God is that causes us to reduce and humble ourselves before him, returning and releasing what he has required of us while maintaining a relationship with him. Welcome to Word of Wisdom, a podcast that seeks to rebuild and restore the true image of God in you by drawing wisdom from the scriptures and giving practical insights for their application. I'm your host, Bryant Lubanga, ready to journey with you. It must be understood that the centrality of worship is God himself. It is he who demands, defines, and dictates everything around it. The duty of man is to emphasize and exhibit God as the ultimate focus. The more the focus shifts to man, the more carnal the worship will be. Regardless of how plausible it may be to fellow man, it will always fall short of what God desires. Our utmost goal should be that of John chapter 3 verse 30, where John says, He must increase, but I must decrease. It's with such intentionality that we are to worship God. Otherwise, our worship will not be acceptable. Worship must be approached with the understanding that no human engineering or improvement can augment what God has already set as a standard. Psalms 51 verse 15 to 17 says, Lord, open my lips. My mouth will declare your praise. For you don't delight in sacrifice, or else I would give it. You have no pleasure in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. O God, you will not despise a broken and a contrite heart. In Genesis 18 verse 1 to 8, the Lord appeared to Abraham in the form of three men. From his response, it is easily understood that this was not a common occurrence. He ran to meet them and bowed himself to the ground. The Hebrew word for bowed here is shaka, which means to prostrate, bow down, or worship. In other words, it is the humbling of oneself before another who is superior. It carries with it the understanding of reducing and decreasing. From this encounter, we can draw certain lessons from Abraham's actions that are essential in the life of a worshipper. First, he understood by revelation that these were not ordinary men. This can be seen by Abraham's swift action to make them comfortable even before any conversation took place. This revelation formed the basis of how he deals with them onwards. Secondly, he considered them greater than himself. Even without introducing themselves, he addressed them as my Lord. He considered them higher than him and therefore subjected himself to their superiority. The third thing is that he reduced himself before them. This was exemplified by him bowing to the ground. Bowing before someone was a sign of great humility and honor, and this he did willingly. The fourth thing he did was to serve them. He quickly organized for a meal to be prepared 
and set it before them. Verse 8 goes on to say that he stood by them under the tree as they ate. He took the position of waiting on them. He was at their service. At another instance in Genesis 22 verse 1 to 12, we see Abraham's response to God's instruction of sacrificing Isaac. In verse 3, he rises early in the morning and goes to the place where God has told him. In verse 5, he asks his young men to stay back as he and the boy go over to worship. In verse 10, he stretched out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. Then in verse 12, God calls out to him and tells him, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. In the first instance, in Genesis 18, the promise of a son was made. In this instance, he is offering the same son of promise by responding in obedience to God's instruction to sacrifice him. He literally took a knife to kill Isaac. This could only be done from a place of revelation and faith in God. He willingly released and returned what God had given him. This was possible because he had a relationship with God. These two events are crucial to helping us define and understand the principle of worship. In summary, we understand that worship is an act done out of revelation. It is an act of reducing ourselves before one whom we consider greater than us. It is an act of response to God's call and instructions. It is an act of returning and releasing that which God has demanded of us. All these are possible when we have a relationship with God. To sum it up, we can say that worship is a response born out of a revelation of who God is that causes us to reduce and humble ourselves before Him, returning and releasing what He has required of us while maintaining a relationship with Him. May your life be a life of worship and worship that is acceptable before God.